yesterday it was an alarming story uh, that Carrie Schmidt uploaded to his Twitter feed. I urge you to follow that uh, Twitter feed. Sergeant Carrie Schmidt joins us now. He's, of course, from the OPP's Highway Safety Division. Carrie, uh, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you on. Thanks. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, we have multiple calls coming in to 911 from a motorist on the road seeing a transport truck all over the highway, up and down on speeds, driving on the shoulder, coming to a full stop on the major highways. The 409 is where it started. Uh, continued on to the 401 uh, west, uh, eastbound and then ended up going 400 northbound. The, uh, again, uh, the officers uh, got into position, got that vehicle uh, under observation. They saw it around Rutherford, and again, they saw the vehicle on the shoulder all over the highway. And uh, when they attempted to do a traffic stop, the driver actually stopped in a live lane of traffic. Wow. And this, this is a fully loaded transport truck with dangerous good placards uh, showing flammables and uh, explosives and, and dangerous contents inside this uh, van trailer that uh, was all over the road. When we finally got up, uh, witnesses also reported the uh, driver looked like he was falling asleep. And obviously, this is a concern for us. Is, is there a medical issue going on here? Uh, we get the, the driver. We stop, talk to him. And immediately, he's placed under arrest. And by the time we get him back to the detachment for breath tests, uh, he still registers nearly three times the legal limit, one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, and he was on his way to British Columbia. He had just loaded here in Etobicoke and was heading up uh, across the province and through the province. And certainly not what, what we want to see happening uh, on our roads. So, and so he was he just got his load. Did no one uh, was he drinking before getting the load? Would no one notice? Would, would he not be tested where he's going to grab the load to make sure that he's full? You know, he's he's not been drinking or was he drinking in the cab? What do we know? You, well, I, I don't know the answer to that. I can tell you that in, in some situations, uh, a driver may just do a, a turn and, and hook it, drop and hook and, and drop a trailer and take a new one. And he's heading back uh, where he's coming from. So I don't know the circumstances of how he was driving, but uh, he may not have come in contact with anybody. But if he did, I, I certainly would hope that they would uh, alert uh, the superiors and obviously us if nothing can be done to have this one, this person not be uh, uh, putting everybody at risk because that is a huge issue for us when we see that kind of behavior out on the roads. Hey, and- Carrie, we all drive it. You know, there are yeah. people right now on all of those roads that you mentioned that are yeah. listening to the show. It's terrifying. It's an awful proposition. This idea of somebody being, you know, drunk behind the wheel. Um, what penalty charge? Uh, what what charges did he? Uh, was he charged with, and what penalties do, did they carry? Yeah, well, Mr. Iqbal Sidhu, he's 33 years old and he's from Abbotsford, British Columbia. He is now facing dangerous driving impaired driving and driving over the legal limit. And, and driving with three, almost three times the legal limit is not having uh, a glass of wine with dinner or lunch or whatever he's doing. Uh, three times the legal limit means you've been drinking some pretty serious alcohol for a pretty significant amount of time. This is not something that you might accidentally all of a sudden end up because you had an extra um, glass of wine or a beer at, at lunch or dinner. This is this is heavy drinking, and and the fact that he is now driving a loaded transport truck with dangerous goods, he's a professional driver, uh, the expectation of uh, drivers out there, no matter what you're driving, are to be sober. But when you're a professional driver hauling dangerous goods, uh, I think there's a little higher level of accountability that needs to be... Uh, 
uh, exercised. And well, and what what do you suggest? Should there be mandatory uh, alcohol and drug testing? Is there nothing like that right now in place? Well, there should be mandatory alcohol and drug sober drivers out in the roads every single day. We shouldn't be having this in the first place. There are interlock devices that will be implemented upon convictions of drivers who have uh, you know failed or been convicted of impaired driving, and that's a that's a legislative uh, issue that needs to come from uh, other sources than us. We do the law enforcement, and, and the tools are in place already. Uh, we don't need to have um, interlocks uh, for every driver because drivers should be making those decisions on themselves. But if they're not, Gary, maybe we do. I mean, maybe that's part of a bigger question. Well, and that's a discussion for, for the legislators to determine if there's a better way of making uh, our highway safer. Because we, we do have a good, I would say, a good safety record compared to other uh, jurisdictions. But the fact that we've seen over 300 people die already mm-hmm. on, on OPP patrol roads, and I think between 30 and 40 of them uh, are alcohol or drug-related uh, collisions that we've investigated, and those are just the fatalities, never mind people that are getting hurt, and, and the untold uh, hours of delays that you're stuck in congestion because someone's had a, a few too many uh, drinks, and they fender-bender a car in front of them, and now we We've got a lane blocked or two lanes blocked, and, and everyone's frustrated, and now they're all late for work. Yeah, Carrie, I uh, I mean, and the other, the potential for t- fatalities and just carnage was just, it's unbelievable with regards to this tractor trailer. I really appreciate you joining us to talk about this. Thank you very much. All right, there's Sergeant Carrie Schmidt from the uh, OPP's Safety Division.